in the squadron. They called him Bullets, but we call him Greg Kelly. Greg Kelly is on the air on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Wow. Wow. All right. A lot of weird stuff going on. Um, Cannot believe it. The FBI up to its old tricks again. The FBI, Federal Bureau of Incompetence, uh, Friends of Biden Incorporated, forever blowing it, forever bothering innocent people. How many more can we come up with? Uh, They stink. And what they have done now, they're meddling in this election. They have not learned their lesson. And actually, when you think about it, even though they... I mean, the reputation is ruined, but did they ever were they ever held to account? No. Remember um, uh, Peter Strzok and the girlfriend, Lisa Page, right? We're not going to let Trump win. No, we're going to stop it. We're going to stop it. We're going to stop it from happening. Pardon me, the illegal wiretappings, you name it, all that stuff. And then there's a great big investigation into the Mueller investigation because that was totally corrupt. Totally political, not legitimate law enforcement. And a guy named Durham sits on his ass for a year, then starts poking around a little bit and puts out the lamest report you ever saw. Also known as a cover-up. Let's see. 2020 rolls around and we have FBI agents openly boasting about chasing uh, information off the Internet that might be damaging to Joe Biden. That FBI agent named Elvis Chan, who was totally colluding with big tech. And now I have this piece of trash in my hands. The United States of America versus Alexander Smirnoff. Sounds like a joke name, right? Whoever's that? The Smirnoff, Smirnoff, whatever. Remember that guy big in the 80s, 80s, early 90s? Um, It says that this guy must be lying to the FBI when he says that... uh, Joe Biden could have received a $5 million bribe and Hunter Biden could have received a $5 million bribe. He must be lying because he doesn't really, he's getting his dates mixed up. He said something happened in 2017. It really happened in 2016. He said something happened in 2018. It really happened in 2019. This is the kind of crap that they just put under the United States of America versus Alexander Smirnoff, you know, a judge. This guy was arrested, a confidential human source. The FBI has been paying him hundreds of thousands of dollars for decades, decades. And then he delivers some goods on Joe Biden. And then they set up what looks to me like a perjury trap, arrest the guy. Why? Because he had the goods. He had some serious dynamite allegations on Joe Biden. Joe Biden has gotten people locked up before. I do believe this comes from Biden. The stuff that's going on against Trump, Biden. Somebody found Ashley Biden's diary, federal case, Biden. They have people locked up. They sent people to jail for finding somebody's diary, Ashley Biden's diary. Oh, by the way, confirming that it actually was her diary. I saw the thing. I saw it online back in uh, 2020. Uh, I read it. I thought it was very interesting, but I didn't talk about it because, well, you know, just like that guy did um, uh, Desi Arnaz Jr. when he found Marsha's Brady, Marsha Brady's diary in the Brady Bunch. He returned it and gave her a kiss on the cheek, which was very age inappropriate. And she didn't wash her face for the rest of her life. Do you remember that? I, I didn't want to exploit that because she had real issues anyway. But Joe, leave it to Joe. He confirmed it. 
So he had that person arrested, and now they're going after, talk about weaponized justice system. They're locking up somebody who had something bad to say about Joe Biden, getting them in a perjury trap, trying to mix this guy up. He said 2017 when he really meant 2018. What does this guy say? This guy alleges that Joe Biden received a $5 million bribe from uh, people linked to Burisma and that Hunter Biden received a $5 million bribe um, or payoff. And there's a hell of a lot of circumstantial evidence to suggest this is true. But they're, they go back to 2016. Well, no, that couldn't have happened because in March of 2017, uh, that had not happened yet. It was this, He's recalling this stuff years later. Years later, the FBI just disgraced itself again. You know, a judge just looked at this thing. Mr. Smirnov, the classified human source, the confidential human source, Republicans wanted access to the 1023 form where he makes these allegations against the 1023 form is a basic investigative form that the FBI has. And anything, uh, yeah, any investigation, somebody comes to them, they write it down in the form 1023. Well, Republicans got wind of this thing. They wanted to see it. The FBI said, no, no, no. If you get this, you might be able to figure out who the confidential human source is. You will put lives at risk. So you can't read it. And finally, we negotiated, they negotiated, and we got to read it. The guy's name did not become public until now, until the FBI locked him up. I have his name. I even have his address. Alexander Smirnov, 43 years old, lives in Las Vegas. I'm not going to repeat his address. And a judge just ordered him released on his own personal recognizance. Not the $100,000, not a million dollars, not $355 million. They let this guy go. The judge, whoever this judge is, gets it. And that's a beautiful thing. There are still a couple of good judges out there. Did you know that 452 Chinese nationals have been caught entering the country since Sunday? Illegally. At the southern border. Not just Texas, but California. That's the new hotspot. What the hell are they coming here for? Come legally. All kinds of people come. Why would you come illegally? Why? What's going on? You know, Gordon Chang says that these people are coming to attack the United States. Sabotage. That this is a plan. And that World War III has already started. Sometimes I think Gordon has gone too far. Sometimes I'm like, Gordon, come on. You're just, come on. You're, you're making us worry. You, un, unnecessary. No, Gordon is right. This has already started. But you can't, don't, don't worry about any of this because the real threat to everybody is, yes, you know who. Donald Trump. Man, oh, man, oh, man. Talk about Pelosi. Talk about people having a total panic attack. This is Nancy Pelosi. You know about Navalny? He's suddenly the biggest hero in the world, Navalny. Uh, here's Nancy Pelosi. This is a remarkable thing she just said. Cut 22. Wonder what does Putin have on Donald Trump that he always has to be beholden to him, his mm-hmm. buddy, his buddy in vileness. And if, if, I don't know if you're going to show 
American people, the statement that he made, but it's beneath the dignity of a human being. It is so horrible. You think, no, somebody must have made this up. Not even Donald Trump could go this far. As I've said, he's in a limbo comp competition with himself. How far can he go? Well, now he's gone below sea level, below ground level. And this, this uh, statement should disqualify him from running for anything, much less president of the United States. I wonder what does okay. Putin I was like, what? Well, what was the statement? And of course, you guessed it. It's totally fine. It's totally, it's like, she's trying to scare people. Listen to this. This is Donald Trump. This is what she just said was subhuman. Subhuman. Donald Trump on True Social. The sudden death of Alexei Navalny has made me more and more aware of what is happening in our country. It is a slow, steady progression with crooked, radical left politicians, prosecutors, and judges leading us down a path to destruction. Open borders, rigged elections, and grossly unfair courtroom decisions are destroying America. We are a nation in decline, a failing nation, MAGA 2024. Is that subhuman? Alexei Navalny, an opposition figure in Russia, was jailed falsely. Donald Trump has been arrested falsely. False pretenses. They are trying to put him in jail. Why? Is it because he's a criminal? Is it because, oh, all these years he's been ripping people off and uh, somehow five district attorneys in New York never noticed it? A state attorney general did not notice it in the 1970s, 80s, 90s, in the early aughts? No, right? No, it's because he's political. It's because his viewpoints. It's because he's not Hillary Clinton. It's because he's not establishment. That lady, Nancy Pelosi, those kinds of words... That really is the threat to uh, democracy. And so is her partner, Nikki Haley. Goodness gracious. Desperation. But it was even more desperate than I realized. You know, you can only watch so much stuff. You know, the TV comes on and, okay, I got I caught a couple of moments of Nikki Haley, but I didn't catch this part. Oh, my God. Didn't you know that she cried yesterday? How could I have? She cried in the middle of a speech. In the old days, this would disqualify somebody. But now it's supposed to, I don't know, we're supposed to be imp impressed with this. Are you? Cut 21, if you don't mind. Cut 21. Michael is at the forefront of my mind. Hey, Michael is her husband, by the way. Michael was here today, and I wish our children and I could see him tonight, but we can't. He's serving on the other side of the world, where conflict is the norm, where terrorists hide among the innocent, where Iran's terrorist proxies are now attacking American troops. This is Michael's second deployment. It was hard for us to say goodbye to him the first time when he deployed to Afghanistan. It was even harder last summer when he deployed to Africa. As every military family knows, 
when a loved one deploys, we start the year-long prayer. Um, Laying it on very, very thick. Very, very weird. I've mentioned this before. This whole um, my husband is in the military thing is a scam. It's a scam. By the way, where is he in Africa? He's in a place called Djibouti. I've been there. It's a perfectly nice country. All right? It's fine. Everything's okay. I've actually had ice cream on that very base where he is right now, Camp Lamanier. You know, if he's, if he's in such harm's way, 54-year-old Michael Haley, what the hell is he doing tweeting his ass off? I'm looking at his Twitter page right now. Michael Haley, Patriot. This is my personal page. Views are my own and not those of the DOD. So what is this guy doing all day long in um, in Africa? He's tweeting about Nikki Haley and Donald Trump. He's tweeting all kinds of horrible things. He's retweeting Nikki Haley when D- Nikki Haley says Donald Trump could have condemned Vladimir Putin for being a murderous thug. Trump could have praised Navalny's courage. Instead, he stole a page from Liberals' playbook denouncing America and comparing our country to Russia. This is political stuff. Michael Haley, I understand you're a major. Get back to work. You are not allowed to do this. And don't hide behind your uniform. I'm sick of that crap. That doesn't work anymore. I am telling on you, pal. I am going to call. I am publishing this. I am bringing it to the attention of the Pentagon, the Department of Defense, that we have a soldier on active duty who is deployed, engaged in partisan political activity. And that little disclaimer at the top, uh, the views are my own, not the DOD. You are deployed, pal. And guess what? Get The duty, 24-7, right? You're in harm's way, I hear. Get the hell off of Twitter. I mean it. I'm still going to tell on you. I'll be right back. Greg Kelly, Greg Kelly. on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Trump has a great new line. He's not talking about revenge. He's talking about my revenge will be success, which I think is great. I think it's smart. I don't know if you saw some of those videos I put out, but I figured it out. Um, One of the major components of the case against Trump is um, totally fake. Uh, And now I, I, you know, I needed the judge. I knew the judge was Looney Tune. I knew they were playing games with all of it. And the valuations, the Trump, um, um, the Trump properties were valued, and they were trying to say that it was criminal what they had done, or at least fraudulent, and it wasn't. And I would do things like, well, I know Forty Wall Street in my gut is worth more than two hundred million dollars, and that's what Letitia James said it was worth, and I knew it was more like a half billion. And I ran the comps for two thousand seven and two thousand eleven, and there are a whole slew of buildings less famous. Uh, less prestigious that were going for that or more. So, but that was kind of me connecting the dots. I finally saw something just in black and white. And I'm not talking Mar-a-Lago because that is actually a little bit more complicated than people have let on. Uh, Donald Trump, again, is innocent and he's correct. I think the building may even be worth more than what Donald Trump is talking about. It gets down to whether it's a house or a club they say Donald Trump has been valuing it as a house, and that would be a lot more than a club. I don't see how that would be worth more than a club. 
a club generates all kinds of, to be a member of Mar-a-Lago is like $50,000, $100,000, $250,000. That's real money. So, so that was something that people were mis, uh, explaining. But this, this, I find, I caught the judge. I caught him. 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 So throughout this ruling, he's complaining that Donald Trump represented his Vornado Trust Holdings. Donald Trump has a 30% chunk of two buildings that Vornado owns. Uh, Vornado is a great real estate company run by, I believe, Stephen Roth. And they have two big buildings. Uh, they have a whole mess of them. But they got 1296th Avenue, which I believe is the building that Mad Men was based in. That's the building that you know Don Draper worked in, in Mad Men, uh, season one at least. And then there's another building, 555 California Avenue in San Francisco. And if anybody saw the first Dirty Harry movie, um, that's where the madman, the maniac, took the shot at the girl in the swimming pool from that building, 555 California Avenue. That was a great movie, by the way. It came out in like 1970. Can you believe it? It's only 54 years old. That's when they hijacked the bus, gave me nightmares. All right. I'm off topic. Donald Trump owns 30% of those buildings. Donald Trump's accountants represented that in the financial disclosure, in the statement of financial condition, they put it under cash and cash equivalents. Cash and cash equivalents. Okay? I get it. It's all there. And they talked about escrow and a couple of other things that I'm not totally up to speed on, but whatever. Cash and cash equivalents. The judge in his ruling the other day, Donald Trump fraudulently represented that his 30% holding in Vornado Trust was cash. And he puts the word cash in quotation marks, cash. And he keeps referring to how Donald Trump represented this as cash. And every time he says cash, he puts it in quotation marks. He omits and cash equivalents, cash and cash equivalents. This is a cash equivalent. Whatever it is, it's not fraud. It is not fraud. He is innocent. Judge Angeron, you really are a lowlife. Nancy should really be talking about you like she talks about Trump. Greg Kelly, Greg Kelly. on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Uh, Def Leppard? No? It's a rat. Rat? Oh, yeah. R-A-T-T. R-A-T-T. People call them rats because a rat will do anything to survive. Isn't that right, Mr. Hill? Mr. Hill, you know everything about being a rat. Uh, and speaking of rats, James Biden, uh, the little brother of Joe Biden, is on Capitol Hill today. And uh, House Oversight Committee has some questions for him. Just like I got some questions for him. Why the hell did you write your brother a $200,000 check uh, right after you got $400,000 from a little company called AmeriCorps? And you told them that you could get them all kinds of contracts all over the world because your name is Biden. <laughs> and this is what we call gaslighting, what he just did. All right. Now, we don't have it. He, he, he testified behind closed doors. But this just emerged. This is what he told the committee. Are you ready for this? This, I do believe, 
is a bold, bald face lie from beginning to end. Let's see here. James Biden. I am being interviewed today by the House of Representatives Oversight and Judiciary Committee as part of their purported inquiry to determine whether there is sufficient evidence to impeach my brother, President Joseph R. Biden, Jr., Man, this is definitely written by a lawyer. (laughs) Um, But, all right, let me keep going. I am providing this statement as an overview of topics the majority has said they intend to address. I want the American people to have access to those facts. As my interview will make clear, there are four critical points. Oh, this was definitely lawyered, right? This is not the way the Bidens talk. (laughs) This guy's only a few years younger than his brother. Let me see. Number one, I have had a 50-year career in a variety of business ventures. Joe Biden has never had any involvement or any direct or indirect financial interest in those activities. None. Let me read that again. Joe Biden has never had any involvement or any direct or indirect financial interest in those activities. Yep, this is lawyered. What if you engage in those activities and you start writing your brother $200,000 checks? It's a gift. I don't have stock in that company, AmeriCorps. My brother shares with me things. That's not a financial interest. That's a gift. Let me see here. I have never asked my brother to take any official action on behalf of me, my business associates, Or anyone else. That's kind of interesting. Official action. What about unofficial action? You know, from what I know about Washington, D.C., a lot of things uh, get done behind closed doors, right? There are a lot of things that happen there, not on the Senate floor or not in the Oval Office, not in the House of Representatives during speaker's time. There are a lot of ways to get things done in Washington, D.C. That's an interesting choice of words, don't you think? I never asked my brother to take any official action on behalf of me, my business associates, or anyone else. Official action. Well, there's official and there's unofficial. I think you could drive an aircraft carrier through these holes. In every business venture in which I have been involved... I have relied on my own talent, judgment, (laughs) skill, and personal relationships, and never my status as Joe Biden's brother. You got to be kidding me, right? Those who have said or thought otherwise were either mistaken, ill-informed, or flat-out lying. That's really rich. The Bidens accusing other people of lying. Uh, Joe Biden uh, graduated at the top of his class, got the International Moot Court Competition Award. He graduated with three degrees, right? Uh, First in a 1,000 years to go to college, all that stuff. Neil Kinnock, thank you very much. This man lies like he breathes, and it runs in the family. Because of my intimate knowledge of my brother's personal integrity and character, as well as my own strong ethics, I have always kept my professional life separate from our close personal relationship. 
Um, folks, this is uh, this raises more questions than it answers. Okay, there are all kinds of holes. This is where you probably don't want a lawyer. I mean, if you're going to lie, just go for it. You know, you hire somebody to create this thing, so you think technically you're not lying, but the whole damn thing is deceptive. They're deceiving us. They're deceiving us, Joaquin in Pennsylvania. Hello. Hello, Greg. Hey, isn't it uh, very interesting how the witness against the Bidens has now been taken out and that he's part of a Russian conspiracy to influence the 2024 election? And uh, I bet you Alexei Smirnov thought that he was not in Russia anymore. I don't know what you're saying. You're all over the place. I'm all uh, Alexei Smirnov. He was a witness against the Biden. No, I know who he is. I know who he was. He was just let out of jail. Oh, he was just let out of jail. Yes, because the case against him is a fake one. Yes, it is. I know. That's why I was bringing up that point, because they're trying to use that, and they're trying to say there's a new Russian conspiracy to influence the 2024 election, and he was part of that plot. I think there is a new FBI deep state conspiracy to influence the 2024 election. Yes. But they want to pin it on, on Smirnoff. Well, this they have revealed themselves. They're getting too bold, sloppy, and stupid. Because I have this thing, this criminal indictment, and this thing is a crime in and of itself. What they actually implicate themselves in. And you can tell that they're all out to get Trump. This whole thing, the guy's like, I have evidence that they were, uh, that they wanted to influence an election. And he's like, you mean when Joe? When you mean when Donald Trump was looking for dirt on Joe Biden? Is that it? No, 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 no. The other thing, the way the FBI speaks in this thing to the confidential human source, you can tell. You can tell whose side they're on. Joaquin, thank you. This is something else. What an exciting time! I got to go back to Nikki Haley though for a moment, because in addition to the crying, the fake crying, everybody who saw that saw fake tears. Remember fake tears, Chuck, fake tears, Nikki. And then there's this. And, you know, as a I don't even want to say a, the military situation, the military serving in the military. You want to serve in the military. Great. If you don't want to serve in the military. Great. Don't that that issue is not going to work anymore. It doesn't work. It used to be a glaring omission on one's resume if they did not serve in the military. I see all kinds of problems now associated with military service. I love the military. I love veterans. But the recent crop of generals who lied to this country for years about the progress we were making in Iraq, about the progress we were making in Afghanistan, right up into the time we lost the conduct of General Milley, the conduct of uh, C.Q. Brown, I am I am deeply suspicious, and you should be. So Nikki, when she pulls this crap, and it is crap, well, it's not going to work, actually, Nikki. And um, you've given me a lot to work with here and a lot to think about. I guess I have to thank you for that. But listen to this. Cut 20. But the reality is he's talked about the military for years now. This, in, is, in Cra- spiritual Hold on. this is Craig Melvin. Uh a fake news champ, by the way, on the Today Show. Used to be fine, but then Matt Lauer left, and this guy, like, took over everything, and it all went to his head. And now he's big and stupid and fake news as they come, as fake news as they come. And here he is summarizing all the bad things, quote-unquote bad things that Trump said about the military. All of this is a lie, all of it. Take it from the top one more time. Craig Melvin with Nikki Haley. 
reality is he's talked about the military for years now in, in disparaging ways. Suckers, losers, John McCain, gold star families. What's different now? What's different this time? That just makes me so angry what that guy just said. All that fake news. How much fake news in four seconds can you say? All right. Gold star families. When did he disparage Gold Star families? He didn't. That is a lie. It's right up there with the Charlottesville lie. And General Kelly, you slimy little General Kelly, fortunately no relation. The backstabbing that you were doing to Trump, you are a coward. General Kelly. You know, you can't say it. You can't say it in public, I notice. You can't say it in public. You just sneak around making stuff up. He figured you out. You're a Dumbo, a Dumbo. That sucker's story in desperation. Remember this? It's all fake. It's all fake. Put your face forward. Say it out loud. Put that. Yeah, he's a handsome guy. That's how you generals become generals, by the way. It ain't anything you know or anything you can do. It's like, wow, that guy looks squared away. Let's promote him. Sound familiar? Our sick society, style over substance, right? I'm sorry. Keep going. When he did it, it was during the 2016 election. Everybody thought, oh, did he have a slip? What, what did that mean? The problem now is he is not the same person he was in 2016. He is unhinged. He is more diminished than he than he was. You endorsed him when he ran again. That I would support the Republican nominee. But you said he's no longer qualified to be president. If you don't know the value of our men and women in uniform, if you don't know the sacrifice that they go through, why should I, as a military spouse and all our military families, trust you to know you're going to keep them out of harm's way. I mean, the reality is he's never been anywhere near a military uniform. He's never had to sleep on the ground. He's never known how to sacrifice. And the most harm he's ever possibly had is getting hit by a golf ball when he's sitting in a golf cart. That's the truth. He is clearly head and shoulders above the rest in terms of front runner status right now, you can see. What does that say about the party? Hold on a second. What she just said there, all those things, those, you know... And she's calling herself a military spouse and all that connotes. And her 54-year-old husband leaves for a year to go to Djibouti, Africa. What in the hell is going on there? And maybe the two men who signed affidavits that they had sex with her while she was away, uh, maybe we should call them up and have a talk. I don't think that that was necessarily the right thing to do. You don't have to put it in an affidavit, but they did. That's pretty curious. I mean, they must really have been screwed over by her, and not in a good way. If they put it in an affidavit, my goodness gracious. There are two guys in South Carolina who have put it in court papers, official court papers, that they had extramarital sex with Nikki Haley. Now, people do what people do. I am not right, but it's very unusual to put that in an affidavit. So, and the stuff like, well, Donald Trump... He never slept on the ground. Well, did you, Nikki Haley? You know, (laughs) this is one of the benefits of living in America in the 20th and 21st century. We don't have to sleep on the ground. And if you don't want to join the military, that's fine. We have a professional military. All right? we They're professional. It's voluntary. Most people choose not to do that stuff. 
Having done that stuff myself, I can't blame you. Lots of bugs and too dangerous sleeping on the ground. I almost got run over by a tank sleeping on the ground. I don't know. I'm not going to write. That's up to each and every person. We're going to pretend that most people don't say that Donald Trump is unique in this respect. Hey, also, this is not Prussia, right? Prussia, P-R-U-S-S-I-A. This isn't some military state we live in where you must have the mil- you must join the military runs things it doesn't they are over there and when called upon they should do their job and when not called upon they should be ready to do their job getting ready practicing training and staying the hell out of politics does this sound like she's trying to politicize the military right i can't believe what she just said about and this is insulting to people who like never served right this is insulting to everybody and I, I I don't even want to say never serve. It's an option. People can take it. People don't have to take it. You know, we become like blind to this stuff. I uh, I mean, I hope you're all catching on. I grant, keep going. Why why has your message not broken through so far? Well, I think my message has broken through. Not only are we getting Republicans, we're getting independents, we're getting Reagan Democrats, the people who want the anger to stop, the people who want the division to stop, and the people who want us to stop having 80-year-old candidates. Is there one state where you could say right now, we can win there? You need 1,215 delegates coming out of New Hampshire. He had 32, I had 17. We've got multiple states. After South Carolina, within 10 dates, 10 days, we're going to hit 20 states. Let it happen. As long as we keep it competitive. Some have suggested you might be hurting the potential GOP nominee the longer you stay in. I mean, how ridiculous is it that you're literally saying that I'm hurting him by staying in? Diverting resources. No. When, okay, resources. From a man who spent $50 million of his own campaign contributions on his personal court cases, where the RNC is broke, I'm the one hurting in resources? I don't think so. I'm the one that saves the Republican Party. <laughs> Look at every general election poll. Look at any of them. It's, yeah, Donald Trump is beating Joe Biden. This woman, you hear it like, well, as you make this case, and it's full of lies, full of distortion, You know what she's doing? She's turning everybody off. And she wants it too much. There's this look in her eye. It's, she's going, she's losing it. She's losing it. You know why she's desperate? I show this in a video. The moment she quits the campaign. Well, I'll have it when we come back. Greg Kelly. Kelly. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. Anybody see that lady get smacked at the pet shop? Oh my god. There's a they have a little argument about a little puppy. Who's in a bad mood when you go to the pet shop? Everybody loves puppies and dogs and cats, right? I love going there. Every now and then. They're all yapping, but it's beautiful. Anyway, somehow things go wrong and this woman belts a lady who's just standing there minding her own business. The word is, the woman who hit the woman, she also kicked a puppy. So that's a little bit of a deranged person right there. Kicked a puppy and then smacked a woman. Both are terrible. Which is worse? 
The woman getting smacked or the puppy getting kicked? Hmm. Uh, it's actually, <laughs> somehow it's a close call. I don't know. I mean, they're both awful. All right. Um, I got to do this Nikki Haley thing. My goodness gracious, she is just, talk about high on her own supply. Cut 24. That's why I refuse to quit. South Carolina will vote on Saturday. But on Sunday, I'll still be running for president. I'm not going anywhere. Hick from the sticks. Cut 25. I've heard from a retired Army medic who looked evil in the eye. When he says we're headed toward disaster, that American lives are on the line, he knows what he's talking about. He knows we can't afford more of the same. That's why he told me to give him hell. What does that mean? A retired army medic who looked evil in the eye. What does that mean? Evil in the eye. I don't know what that means. I mean, where was this army medic? I was in the Iraq war. I flew over Iraq. Was I looking evil in the eye? I don't know. I don't know if I see it that way. Was this guy on SEAL Team 6? What Did he look Osama bin Laden in the eye? Okay. But no, she's being very generic on purpose. She's a very deceptive woman. Cut 26. Nothing good in life comes easy. I'm willing to take the cuts, the bruises, and the name-calling. Because the only way you get to the blessing is by going through the pain. All right, shut up for a second. I mean, give me a break. This woman has never had it so good, right? <laughs> you know you know what she travels around in? A, a bus with her name on the side of it, Nikki Haley, in huge letters. Like she's some sort of a rock star. It's going on all these shows, people, hundreds of people hanging around listening to this fourth grade teacher, substitute teacher. That's great, but you only got 30 kids. You don't have a whole country listening. She's never had it so good. She's not going to get out because this is fun. It beats working, right? <laughs> right? Keep going with that one. You get to the blessing is by going through the pain. Uh, Dropping out would be the easy route. I've never taken the easy route. I've been the underdog in every race I've ever run. Uh, no, you I've weren't. I looked it up. You were endorsed by the incumbent governor of South Carolina when you ran for governor of South Carolina. You know who else came downtown, down south to campaign for you? Her? Mitt Romney. Yeah, they're always hanging out around the down and out, right? <laughs> they just. Uh, this is a woman who has no respect for us. Don't forget that. <laughs> 